all-new GWM Cannon. This luxury dual cab has been completely designed and built from the ground up to meet and exceed all expectations, which is what JB wanted to do in 2021. And, well, how's that working out for him? JB for breakfast on 92.9. The impression that I get from the mighty, mighty boss tones here at 92.9, 19 past day. JB here this morning. Want to have a chat about your claims to fame. The more unusual, the better. Romy, you, I love your claim to fame. Mm. This is awesome. I came to you this morning. I said, after 8 o'clock, we're going to have a chat about claim to fame. I don't know if you've got one, Romy. There's some good ones on our Facebook page. Um, so if you can't just make one up or read one off our Facebook page. And straight away, out the gate... You went, oh, Mel Gibson. I and went, did. Huh? Over to you. Well, um, <laughs> I was just at the pub in Sydney and I saw Mel. So He was I, just there. He was there. Um, he was the after party for, what was the movie called? Um, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge, yeah. which was filmed in Sydney. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, guys, like, I was with my friend Chloe. I was like, we have to get a photo. She was like, no, this is so embarrassing. You cannot, like, leave him alone. I was like, as if I'm going to leave him alone. He's famous. Like, I'm getting yeah. a photo. Um, so I walked over. I was like, can I have a photo? And he was like, oh, you're kind of annoyed, but sure. And then <laughs> was he? He was. Yeah, yeah really? Was like, eh. Yeah. Uh. Um, I couldn't understand why everyone was being like that. I was like, you're famous. Like, this is your yeah. job. Get yeah. a photo with me. Yeah. Anyway, I took the photo. I put like a filter on it because it was like four, five years ago and filters were cool for me. Yeah. Then. Yeah. They still are cool for, yeah. for people now. Anyway, irrelevant. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I uploaded it on the internet and the Daily Mail caught it and shared it around. Went international. I was in all my glory. Um, and yeah, they shared and wrote an article saying that I look like Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit, <laughs> like of shallow hell, which is hilarious. Um, and basically the article was like Mel, Mel with blonde. If you Google images, yeah, yeah, do blonde with Mel Gibson. When you I get am in the first photo that comes up, it's phenomenal. When you get into work, Google it. Google it. Mel Gibson. Blonde I, with Mel Gibson. Yeah, I put in Mel Gibson plus blonde. blonde. Yeah, so anything could have come up. It was a bit of a wild yeah. card. And it's my filtered photo yeah, up there. Yeah, it's it's Romy. Romy's the one on the left. Your friend Chloe's the one on the right. Yeah, right. And I can see the similarities. I'm not going to say Fatsu because that's just nasty Daily Mail stuff. Mm. But you do look a little Gwyneth Paltrow-ish in the photo, I have to say. Yeah, well, it's With a weird... I'm, I was laughing so hysterically that it's a very strange photo of me. <laughs> um, that is an awesome claim to fame. Not yeah. only the selfie with the very le leather-faced Mel Gibson, leathery. but Daily Mail picking it up and mm. running with a story about it. And the it. story was literally blonde with Mel, blondes with Mel Gibson. <laughs> like, could that be any more boring? <laughs> and no substance. No substance. We wouldn't expect any less. No. I like this story from Amanda, her claim to fame. She received the Runners-Up Award for the Work for the Doll Participant of the Year Award back when it was newly rolled out. She went to the full ceremony in Canberra, made it into a book and made it on all the work for the doll posters. Must wow. have been effective though because she went on to do higher education off the back of that program and is now a qualified health professional. Cool. So there you go. Lovely bit of inspiration yeah. on this Wednesday morning. Good on you, Amanda. That's a great story. Um, and I, I love this one from Scott. When the Harbour Tunnel was first opened in Sydney, they allowed the general public to walk through it before they opened it up to traffic. Someone decided to bring their dog along, and Scott was the first person to step in dog poo in the Sydney <laughs> Harbour Tunnel. Scott, I want to meet the owner of the dog who was the first dog to crap 
in the, the Sydney, Sydney Harbour Tunnel. Tunnel. That's what I want to meet. Get me on board with that one. Um, your bizarre claims to fame. There's some pretty ones on our Facebook page. Kirk was the first one to see Independence Day um, at the at the press screening back in 1996. Wow, a great movie. Mm. And uh, we had another one here from Elizabeth as well. She was the very first postie for Westdale back in the late 80s. The mail used to get dropped off at the Westdale store. And then you, if you were a Westdale resident, you would have to go to the shop and pick the mail up yourself. She was the first one to become the Westdale postie. 25 k's a day riding around on a push bike, dropping off the mail in Westdale. A healthy job there from Elizabeth. My claim to fame, I'll tell you right after this. For the all-new GWM Cannon, with a powerful turbo diesel engine and an 8-speed ZF automatic transition, which is great because JB can't drive a manual and some say he can barely drive an auto. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Claims to fame. We're chatting about this morning on 67622929. Steve, this is going to be good. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How you going? Yeah, very well. What's your claim to fame? Uh, a fair few years ago, I used to do security work. I did a bit of security work in Sydney and um, had, a, had a day off, so we decided to go for a walk along Bondi Beach. And these four girls were sitting underneath like a, a little gazebo-looking thing, uh, yabbering away. And one of them looked and asked, asked a question. And when she asked a question, she had that distinct um, uh, Irish, Irish accent. I love the Irish accent. I reckon it's awesome. Yeah. And the four girls asked for directions, and when I realised, when I sat down and started talking, and I realised who they were, they were the band Bewitched. Oh, because I was, I was going to say, is there a dude hanging around as well? Because if there was, that would have been the cause. But no, it was, no, no. Bewitched. Just, just, yeah, Bewitched. Wow. Yeah, I was sitting down on Bondi Beach, um, just just sitting there looking at, uh, like watching the water and all that sort of stuff, just having. Jeez. Having a th- I, I think they were in Sydney doing some sort of promotional thing. Hell, hey, hey. And they just got away from everybody, so they just sat down on Bondi Beach, just had a, had a bit of a look around, and we got to chatting for a little while, and um, realised who they were. Steve, you realise, you said, you know, a couple of years ago, I'm thinking if it was at the height of Bewitch's fame, you're looking at about, you know, over 20 years ago, Steve. Sorry to make you feel old, but... unless. Yeah, year 2000. Okay, yeah, right. R- right as they were sort of on the way out, I think. Yeah, um, yeah pretty much pretty much towards the end of their, um, their, their go, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you sort of... Um, did, did you chat to them? Did you tell them you knew who they were? What were they like? I, or? Did, I did after a while, you know, because um, like, we, we were sitting there chatting. Um, uh, that was for, I didn't get autographs or anything. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was appropriate because they're just sitting down yeah. by themselves. And um, uh, just sitting down there chatting, I knew who they were. Yep. Once once they started talking, and I I put voices to to faces and all that sort of stuff. I thought, oh, I know who you are. And we got to talking, and they actually revealed who they were. Yep. That so was good. No, fantastic. I would have annoyed them and just asked them if they were the cause. <laughs> Uh, but you know, you and you and I think differently. Steve, thanks so much for the call. Hang on there, okay? Thanks, mate. And by the way, if you've forgotten who uh, B Witch were, it was it was this that you can you can blame them for this like one hit or two hits that they had. Who 
pretty good claim to fame there from Steve. If you've got one, 676229 tonight or on our Facebook page. Latest local news with Romy is on the way next. For the all-new GWM Cannon with a powerful turbo diesel engine and an 8-speed ZF automatic transition, which is great because JB can't drive a manual and some say he can barely drive an auto. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Time to have a chat with Claire from Bowel Cancer Australia. It is Apple Day today, their major fundraising day for Bowel Cancer Australia. Tell us more all about it. It's Claire, the National Community Engagement Manager. Claire, thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, and thanks so much for having me. No, not a drama at all. It's a very, very, very important subject, and we need to get the message out there more. And today is Red Apple Day, perfect day to do that. Tell us all about Red Apple Day, Claire. Yeah, well, June is Bowel Cancer Awareness Month, so we're very focused on raising awareness and funds all throughout the month. Uh, but the, the key highlight of the month is what we call Red Apple Day, which is our annual giving day. Uh, there are 293 new bowel cancer cases every week, and it's Australia's second deadliest cancer. So uh, raising awareness and also funds to support the growing number of people affected is very important. And this year we're raising funds particularly to expand our bowel care nurse program so that we can better support all the patients that are impacted and their loved ones. Yeah, and it's a very important day. Tell us about the sort of the correlation between the apple and bowel cancer because I'm sure people are thinking about that, Claire. Explain. They are. Yeah, so it's a bit of a quirky story. People often think it's, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Um, But uh, when the charity started around 20 years ago, um, it was started by a group of doctors and they came up with the story that... um, uh, much like an apple, if there's a little worm, uh, you can remove the worm from the apple and it can go on to you know, be a healthy apple and a healthy apple tree. Uh, it's similar with bowel cancer. If you can detect it early and remove it, um, people can go on to have a happy and healthy life. So uh, if you look very closely at our apple logo, it has a little circle on it, which is um, like a little worm. Um, and yeah, and, and both red and green apples are also a very nutritious source of dietary fiber. So lots of fun messages in there. Tell us the symptoms of bowel cancer, what people should look out for, Claire. Sure. So um, if anyone's got any blood in their poo or rectal bleeding, uh, recent or persistent change in bowel habit or a change in shape or appearance um, when they're going to the toilet, um, abdominal pain or swelling, a pain or lump, or unexplained anemia that's due to tiredness or weakness or weight loss that can be due to the cancer being there. Um, If anyone's experiencing any symptoms like that, um, please don't hesitate. uh, Make an appointment to speak with your doctor so that they can be investigated further. And it it can, unfortunately, this cancer, I understand, can move very, very, very quickly. I know my my, um, partner's uh, grandmother unfortunately passed away from bowel cancer in 2018 and she pretty much got diagnosed with it by April uh, was you know moved into all the um, all the, the medicines and chemotherapy and and things like that operations and then unfortunately we lost her by the end of November so it was very very quick so that's why it is so important to get everything checked out as early as possible yeah that's right unfortunately um a lot of people do have it detected in the later stages and whether that's because maybe they uh, didn't notice the symptoms or they yeah. didn't have any overly noticeable symptoms or uh, feeling a bit embarrassed. That's something I can't 
um, harp on yeah. <laughs> more importantly that, you know, don't feel embarrassed yeah. um, because of that part of the body. Definitely do um, go and, and see your doctor because almost 99% of bowel cancer cases can be treated successfully if it's detected early. Um, but if it's not detected early and if it, it is in those later stages, it is much harder to treat and, and it can move quite quickly. What about ages? There always seems to be this little myth around it that it's sort of an old man or old woman's problem. A lot of young people can be susceptible to bowel cancer? Yeah, well, it, it does affect men and women almost equally. So definitely yeah. the myth that it's an old man's disease uh, is incorrect. Yeah. Um, it does affect mostly people over the age of 50. However, uh, the rates of bowel cancer have been slowly declining in older people and actually rising in people under the age of 50. So around 1 in 10 of the people that do get diagnosed with bowel cancer are under the age of 50. And there has actually been a 186% increase wow. in bowel cancer cases in people aged 15 to 24. Wow. And it's the, the most common cause of, of cancer deaths for people aged 25 to 29. Wow. So there is a real um, a worrying <laughs> increase in younger people. Um, unfortunately, young uh, young people are more likely to be diagnosed when it's in stage three or four, which is more advanced bowel cancer um, because, you know, symptoms might be missed or it's misdiagnosed or there's that um, misnomer that, you know, you're too young to have bowel cancer. So definitely you never are too young. Um, if you're a woman, you can get it too. So regardless of mm. your age, regardless of your gender, um, please do keep a lookout for those symptoms and also uh, make yourself aware of the risk factors as well. So, um, you know, if you are more susceptible because of um, a health condition that you have or if you've got a family history, uh, screening does need to state, start earlier for those people. Some things we can all try and do to prevent it. Any any tips there? Yep, so there, there are um, some what we call modifiable risk factors, uh, so things that you can be doing to help reduce your risk. The first, obviously, is um, you know, screening. So if you are age 50 or over, do uh, participate if you receive one of those screening kits in the mail or um, if you don't. Uh, purchase one through the pharmacy or through Bowel Cancer Australia so that you can participate in screening. Um, there are a number of lifestyle factors that do increase your risk of bowel cancer. And I know people often hear this and hear it a lot, um, but uh, smoking, um, eating excessive amounts of red meat, especially sort of cured meats and processed meats, um, drinking alcohol, being overweight, they're all uh, yeah. risk factors that do increase um, your chance of bowel cancer. And finally, back to Rad Apple Day. Uh, if people want to donate towards the amazing work that you guys do there at Bowel Cancer Australia, how can people be a part of Red Apple Day today or throughout this month of June or any time during the year? Yeah, certainly. So if you would like to donate to our annual giving day this year and help us reach our $100,000 target, please head to Red Apple Day. .org.au and if you'd like any more information about bowel cancer or fundraising or if you've got any questions or to speak to a nurse, please do head to bowelcanceraustralia.org. Fantastic. Claire, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks so much, everyone, and happy Red Apple Day.